Okay, uh, well, welcome Z, Reconnect Podcast, episode four. I don't even know. I'm, four I'm or pretty, five? It's, I think it's four. Pretty sure it's four, yeah. Gotta be. Um, so, because the first one was just us, second one was you, me, Pia, yep. third one was you, me, Darnisha, yep. fourth Whoa, one, okay, yeah. here we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back, everybody. Um, today, I thought we could talk about how phones are good, like how how phones can be utilized for really helpful purposes so like we do live in the time right now where phones are like this double-edged sword where you can do all these amazing things like while you're out like check your emails use a calendar write down anything look anything up text anybody call anybody at any time but it's this double-edged sword where if you do have it with you you can feel like shit you're distracted all the time half the time you're on it you're not even productive like you know, you're you well, good thing you listen to music, but like, you know, bad thing you get sucked into social media and you're taken out of the yeah. moment, all these types of things, and you're you're distracted. So I thought that we could kind of talk about that balance of like, first of all, reconnect is not we hate phones. Right. It is about balancing your use of phones and learning how to utilize phones without having those negative of like crippling like, effects. Exactly, that are literally crippling a generation's ability to connect. Yeah. So um, I did thought that we do this already. Am I having just serious deja vu? We did. I talk think the about last it a episode bit. we focused on like the bad, and then this one's the good. Yeah. Okay. So I did bring up like fo- reconnect is not about. You That's know, gotta no be phones. like our agenda every time. Like just reminder, yeah. like we're not anti phone. Right. We're exactly. not saying that. Mm-hmm. We just recognize that it has its faults mm-hmm. in terms of trying to build bonds and genuine connections with people. Right. But they're I, not terrible. Exactly. Sometimes they aid with making those connections, Precisely. but they can hinder that too. Right. So I think that the biggest analogy I have used for this is the wasteland. Well, I, I talked about the Savannah and the wasteland last yeah. episode, but this analogy is actually about it's a true story about cars, Ooh. and um, ca- there's there's two aspects of it, but um, the the first one is that when cars were invented, they were not invented with seatbelts. And so, like, the first automobiles, like, everyone was like, dude, fuck these things. Everybody's dying. (laughs) Like, literally, you can crash into everybody, and, like, everybody dies whenever that happens. And so then instead of, like, getting rid of cars, they added seatbelts to cars. Yeah. So, like, that is basically what Reconnect is doing. And also, the other thing that is, like, kind of expresses the feeling of how impossible it is to, like, you know, where are we going to go from here? We have all these problems. You have all this depression. No one knows how to connect. How do we talk? What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. We're on our phones mm-hmm. all the time. We have to be on our phones, but how do we not be on our phones? You know? Mm-hmm. So New York City, I don't remember what time, but um, New York City had this problem, and it was a problem with horse shit. Ew. Because um, so there were so many horses. and Because think about New York. It like a like an 18th century Yeah, it was 18th problem. century. Yeah, oh like, New, like New York City in was cholera. covered in horse shit. And so like... It was because, think about New York City, all the taxis, all the cars, but everything's a horse, and those horses shit, like, all the time. So they ran this, like, thing, and the the statistics said that New York City would literally be one giant mound of poop if it continued the way it was for the next 10 years. And then the automobile was invented. Mm. So it's like there's these things where humans are like, how the, what the fuck are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And then... We do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, and reconnect is that for phones. So like we are balancing, we are inventing, we are getting creative, we are choosing the path that is not good or bad. We are choosing like let's be creative and do something where both things win. Yeah, 
And um, yeah, I think that's a really important distinction because most like people. That. that analogy makes me think of literally like right now. So like with the horse shit, it's like if we keep going where we're going, it's just going to be a mound of shit. And then with yes. us with phones, if we keep going where we're going, we're just going to be a bunch of robots. And yep. then the automobile was invented. And then for us, it's the reconnect movement was started. Like right. O- or even like it was, it's like for, for her, the cow shit is like, the automobile was invented, and this time we're like uninventing. Yeah, you know? we're going like, backwards. Exactly, which yeah. is very unusual, and that's one of the reasons that this is so hard. Because for the past 20, 30 years, all innovation is like more and more features, more and more ability, more and more mobility, more and more this and that. Mm-hmm. And so now what we have is like we've literally become cyborgs, social yeah. cyborgs, because it has creeped like into that. our ability to socialize. Like the whole process of socialization is now cyborged with Snapchat and Instagram and yeah. phones and all this stuff. So now we're like, holy fuck, let's take all the cyborg shit out of our brains really quick and like let's actually be in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, let's take the fucking Matrix pipe out of our back <laughs> of our head and, like, let's yeah. save the world, you know? Start over. Yeah. Dude, when you said, like, the social cyborgs thing, I thought about how, like, our responses are programmed. Well, I remember you were talking about, like, how you used to, in a sense, rehearse what you were going to say. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like, the automated, the automatic, automated, I don't even know. But, like, the text messages, when you, like, have to decline a call, they already have oh, your yeah. responses ready for you to pick. Like, yeah, things like that are so weird to me. Like, I just thought about that, like... They already have our responses set up for us Whoa. to use without us having to construct them. Damn, bro. Chat GBT, bro, you could be texting someone and not even know it's a fucking bot. A, bo- a robot, dude. A freaking bot. Yeah, but um <clears throat> yeah, so it is definitely creeped its way into a lot of aspects of our life, right? Yeah. So like we don't have to necessarily play a video game. We should do game. our pros and cons list for phones. Dude, a massive pros and cons list would be the most fun podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, well, l- let's do like a visual can, aid for that next time. Oh, or something. yeah. Like, we'll have like a little board back here and we'll like put them up, like right on the stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, that's a great idea. Um, but yeah, so there are so many aspects of phones that are like unequivocally good and yeah. a, a lot of aspects of phones that are unequivocally affecting us negatively you know mm-hmm. so like i th- one of those good things would be like being able to tell the weather wherever you are oh yeah like that's unequivocally a good sick yeah. ability of phones you can look up whether it's going to rain or <laughs> whether it's not going to rain for this weekend you that know? makes me think of like when i was a kid i would it would kind of stall my time to get ready because you yeah. know the weather report only pops up at a certain mm-hmm. time And so with my phone, I can just check it whenever. Mm -hmm. But like when I was getting ready for school, it was like, okay, I got to be ready by 7.59 so I can catch the weather by 8 and then leave the house by 8.10. But it's like if I miss it because I slept in or like I'm doing another part of my routine and then the weather report is there and then it's gone, I don't know what the weather is until I go outside. Right. You know, instead of like I have to watch it. But now it's like I can just check it whenever I feel like it. Whenever. Then that helps me play my fits. See, that's fire. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. But there is even a balance to that because, like, if you're you don't know that the weather is going to be like you know what it's it the says. weather. It's and sometimes we're in it Florida. Is. Exactly. So it can say it's eighty. Yeah. And I can go outside. It feels like sixty. And so there's like a wind gust of right. like seventeen miles per hour that <laughs> exactly. I didn't know about. But I'm like, it said eighty degrees. So there is that also that balance that level of like, is it like am I really going to take this sense of like knowing and security and like make a decision to like not go to the beach today because it says it's going to rain or whatever. Mm. So there is that balance of like, because we think we know everything, we will not do things or do things. And then it's like, it's like kind of impacting us in that negative way. But, um, 
I, like for example, like I like to surf and you know, Surfline is like a super popular app for surfers because it's basically like marketed as like, if you read this, it'll tell you exactly what the waves are gonna be. And it'll be like mm. one to two good, one to two bad, one to two poor to fair, whatever. Mm. And um, so, but there's, after surfing for a while, like the Surfline is like sometimes like very off. Like sometimes they'll say it's really bad and it'll be, really good and sometimes it'll say it's gonna be really good and it'll be super shit Damn. and so it's like you, you have to kind of well yeah and actually what it turns out is like i know people who don't just trust the surf line number they actually like read the weather Themselves. of like yeah of the wind patterns and stuff and then they discern what it, whether it's going to be good or bad and they will get it almost every time nice. so it's like we have to balance using our own judgment Dude. of like okay yeah the weather says it's going to be 80 but like i know florida i know it's going to be breezy blah 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 like, rather than just blindly trusting the machine, you know? That just immediately, like, nature versus nurture, like, our normal human instincts of navigating things like weather are still within us, but with, like, evolution and stuff, I guess we just, like, disregarded that instinct that we have, so we're only relying on phones for, like, oh, with the weather. But there are people who can naturally just be like, no, and they'll get it right every time, right. because that's just a natural, like, instinct that we have to be able to do. Yeah, well, but people neglect that sometimes. Definitely, and and also it's like if you if you have either you know not everybody's gonna be that surfer to take the time to like learn out, and yeah. practice learning the weather because that's it's not like he just has an intuition. It's like he's been reading the weather. Read clock. Oh uh, my god, you can't read a clock. I learned like two weeks ago. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Dude. I, I needed a watch for the reconnect events and all I had was an analog a digital watch. watch. <laughs> no, I had an oh. analog watch. I bought a digital watch very don't worry. <laughs> oh my god. But um I needed a watch for the reconnect events as analog, so I had to learn at POSTG. But um at least you learned. Yeah, exactly. Better late than never. It's not hard. It really is not hard. It's not it takes a little bit of like to get into it to see it right away. But yeah. like also I don't I like seeing the exact time. I don't like having it be like a little Man, I don't know. I get that. So. A bit, but once again with like the weather thing, like once you've done it for so long, you can just look at it and you get it true like true instead of like having to read it yeah see that's that extra level of like is the technology going to tell me or is it going to be like my actual human skill true and there's certain things that are really helpful to uh delegate your human skill to like remembering 500 phone numbers in your phone oh absolutely you probably want to delegate that to your phone you yeah know? yeah the only phone number i have memorized is my mom's because it's important true. and everybody knows 911 but i am definitely that's which one's 911 what what's the number <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways yeah that's like the only number i memorized Dude, my mom i really appreciate you giving me a uh, a courtesy laugh on that <laughs> what's her number uh, no what's no. crazy is that my slow self would have been like what is their number oh my god yeah no I've, I've met people legitimately but uh yeah no i got my mom my brothers my dads but i don't have um i don't have his numbers memorized. yeah i need to memorize that honestly yeah. I really there's just certain people like it's gonna be memorized like okay there's certain people in my phone mm -hmm. i hope they're not listening to this but there's certain people oh in my phone are you sure you want to continue numbers aren't saved oh okay that's but that. when they text me i know it's them right but they're still not like i haven't saved their number as a contact but like i can recognize them? you must not love them huh you know you must really not fuck with them you know, it's it's not always that is the case. Sometimes no, I'm know. just I'm conversating and I know by looking at the conversation who they are. Right. And like I just forget to do it or I don't think to do it. But like I can recognize like the first three digits or like the last four and I'm like, Oh, that's blah blah blah. Like Right. But that's another example also of like 
phones getting in between connection, honestly, because yeah. like that is just you being like, this is how I use my phone. I don't always save the number. Right. And it's like, I forgot whatever I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. And, but for someone to look at, like look over your shoulder and see you text you don't have them. my number saved? You don't have my number saved? Oh my God. What the fuck? It's yeah. like, dude, don't like, take it personally. It, do not take it personally. But yeah. because it's like, I don't know. It's the same thing with like Instagram. Like, oh, you don't follow me back. It's like, bro, I oh forgot. I know you. I love you in person. I'm yeah. like, I don't. The app is not me. The app is not you. The app is fake. The app <laughs> the is only app there is to fake. make us connect. And then it's actually getting in between it's us connecting. Us exactly. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of examples of that. Dude, yeah. Um, with the freaking Instagram thing, like, there are people who, like, I just can't fathom people being so genuinely butt hurt because someone won't follow you back. I know you in real life. Like, do I really need to follow you back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know for me, at least, one of the reasons why sometimes I avoid, like, following people that I've met in real life is because I feel like that version that I met in real life, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, and then the version that I'm seeing online, like, that's not you. Right. So for me, it's like, I don't want to follow that side of you when I can just talk to you in real life, you mm-hmm. know? Because I feel like once I do that, it kind of skews my view of them, or I just, like think of them differently because of what they've shown me through Instagram versus right. like what I've already met. Mm-hmm. And what I've met is like, to me, like that is, that's fact, that's sure. Yeah. I can act like that's legit. I can rely on that because that's actually you. Right. But like Instagram, that's the version you created, right. you know? So. But then it bleeds into like the real life where like, mm-hmm. oh, well you don't follow me on my fake Instagram self. Well, you must right. not like all the of real me, me. real me. So it's like, what? it just gets frustrating because like, because that is, so involved it just gets in the way in person like it really does and so like unless and that's why it's so hard now because like without something like reconnect where you are all choosing fuck the devices for right now no more no more we're not in that world we're in this world you know without that in the normal world it's like there's no boundaries. No one is in or out. Everyone's off. Everyone, someone's everyone's in, they're out. out. <laughs> everyone's, yeah, exactly. Some people are out. And so everybody's like off. No yeah. one's on the same no fucking one's on the same plane. page. Exactly. And so like, that's why when Darnisha said that one of the things she experienced at the reconnect event was that everybody was like, she felt genuinely on the same wave as, or like, what did she say? On the same, I don't know. I don't even know. Same level, same yeah, same energy connected. as everybody else. Yeah. yeah, she was like connected to everybody on the same place, you know. Yeah, and like that is a thing that happens. You actually get to this place where you're like, okay, the energy, all the energy that I'm receiving, and the like places that I am are this one place, and the people that are with me. So it's like you actually get the chance to connect with the people you're with, you know, right. rather than being off by whatever technology everybody has or yeah. whatever everybody's looking at on their phone. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, this reconnect event coming up here, I can show a little flyer to the show camera. Show a little promo. Interesting, yeah. So um, it is a reconnect with creativity event. It, it we are doing an improv art gallery tomorrow, actually yeah. Tuesday, uh, Rex Beach, uh, Rex Beach, Rex Beach patio, patio at five. At five on Tuesdays. Be there, that's be square. Yeah, that's where we are. Where we always meet. Yeah. So the improv art gallery is going to be really fun. We are going to, it's an hour long ish. Like, you know, the events generally, they can go on they, for an hour and a half. Sometimes they go over. Yeah, they do go over. The one last week went on for like an hour and a half. But yeah. it's just, it's basically they start at five. You know, they formally go till six, but you can leave whenever you need to, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, it starts at five. And for the first 30 minutes, everyone is going to get a post a poster board and you're going to make an art piece for the first 30 minutes. And then the second 30 minutes, like, we're going to have a time and be like, yo, pencils down, go, like, you're done. And then I have this easel that we're going to put up, like, 
kind of in front of everybody and you'll go up with your poster board and you'll show everybody your, your art, art piece and then you'll explain moment. yeah you'll explain your uh, your piece to everybody and we were actually kind of thinking it would be fun to have everybody guess what, it's what to it be? is first Ooh. and then have them say that's it. gonna be humbling be, that'd be so funny <laughs> it's gonna be humbling if you're like, like trying to draw like a freaking a, line and they're like is that a, a horse cat? <laughs> yeah. is that a car yeah. i'm like you know yeah. i tried i exactly. tried but um yeah so like even in somewhere like that where you're just drawing and you're kind of joking it's like it, it really does create this whole other space where yeah. you're able to just kind of focus and just be able to like do this one thing, you know, like that's, yeah. that's where you're getting with like uninventing, you know, yeah. we're uninventing all the things that we can normally do everywhere else. And like just having a space, focus on one thing. Cause that's, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's obvious now, especially with our generation has no fucking um, attention, span. Atten no attention span, no ability to like, you know, focus on one thing for one amount of time, but it's not us. It's the environment we're in. It's mm -hmm. the apps that we're forced to use. Mm -hmm. It's the phones that we're constantly using. It's the, all the media around us. And like yeah. it c accumulating to like create this culture of just immediate, like mind numbing. Yeah. Mind numbing things that are in front of us. We're yeah. not required to do something for a long period of time that yeah. d requires delayed gratification. I think that's why I like the idea that tomorrow's event's going to be like tapping back into your creative side. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of people there are a lot of creatives out there who just like stifle their own talent because, oh, I don't think I'm good enough mm -hmm. or, oh, well, people won't get what I'm doing or they won't like it. And it's like, I just feel like that creative part to everybody is something that should be nurtured mm -hmm. and like enhanced rather instead of just Meditative. people critiquing. Yeah. Instead of people like critiquing it. Cause like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much create like creative energy out there but no one wants to bring it forward mm. you know and i feel like by doing that like we're gonna learn a lot more about each other yep and what's going on in each other's heads by like what we choose to put out there in the world right it's like a visual it'll be like a little visual aid of like us your brain and you yep. yeah yeah that is honestly gonna be sick as fuck i'm so excited a physical art manifestation of yeah. your fuck your brain how you think yeah um i think that also there's this huge barrier now with doing things, creating things, creating art, creating videos, creating music, because it's not like you make music and you're like, all right, I'm going to perform this in my garage to a bunch of my homies that are going to come over. It's like, now you got to post it on Instagram or post it on TikTok. Yep. And like, bro, the environment of TikTok and Instagram for like creating is lethal, bro. Like if you <laughs> post something like trying to be funny Dude, on they TikTok, will rip you a new one. You will get ripped apart. And that's just terrifying. It's really hard to get over yeah. that. And especially when you look on TikTok and then you see these people, all you they see is the people with millions and millions mm -hmm. of followers that have been either doing it for a long time or figured it out or they've mm -hmm. got through that really hard time at the beginning because everybody did. Mm -hmm. And it's so discouraging to be like, I got three fucking likes on my video. And it's been up for three hours. And there's like, you know, this person with a million followers and, and like, and how am I ever going to be that funny? Up, it's like their beat up childhood toy and they got like two million views yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like, man, what? It's so discouraging and yeah. it gets really hard to get over that hump. Like, I've kind of always felt that way with like my first podcast and like just even the thought of creating. Like I made I made a few videos on TikTok, cool, and um, they they were pretty cringy, but like <laughs> I, I I liked them personally. But like I guess in the TikTok like community, community? they're cringy because like I don't I've never I had TikTok, right? Yeah, so I just made the video, but apparently the sound that I used was like 
used for this certain kind of TikTok video that's like for conspiracy videos or something. Oh. And so the vibe that I was going for was like my own vibe. I just kind of made right. up. But then it's like associated with this other form of video that is like, mm. why are you using that sound? And it's like, oh, uh, I didn't even I didn't even know that was my a bad. thing. <laughs> but um yeah, so it's definitely like a lethal environment and it's so it's just so negative and unsafe and like yeah. you know, also like you could get canceled for not being yep. the right human you know yeah. when it, it so like it's a lot of pressure that's it, why with on it, our generation makes me think against with like your pros and cons with like the phones like yeah. the pro of that is you can put whatever out there and the traction is it's it's faster i guess like it's, it's a possible. faster process to get traction for whatever you're putting out there but the fat con is like the mental the mental battle that you go through when you want to put anything out there because you're like okay well once again, I could, like you said, like I could get canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. What if, what if this is too cringy? What if people don't like this? What if I put this out there and like it doesn't give off the same vibe that I was trying to give? Like mm-hmm. you know, like people don't receive it the way I was trying to like put it out there. Yeah. And it's like then it just makes people not want to do anything, and then it's just sad. But I don't know. I feel like we should. I was telling like one of my friends like maybe it's hard it's easier said than done because like you literally have millions of people who could watch whatever you're putting out there mm-hmm. but i'm just like if you do if you do something that you like and people can genuinely see that you like it then maybe like they won't you know maybe they won't care yeah. and also with the phones like it might not pick up with a certain audience but with the way that technology is another pro you know algorithms are made where it will reach your target audience you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yeah, someone true. out there is going to see it and they're going to get your vision but it just might take some time. Well, also, I think it's honestly interesting we're painting this picture of, like, we have this environment, which is the internet, which is TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, everything. You can can post it, and you can have this possibility of having millions of people see you. Right. And that's available to anyone on, like, a mass scale. Yeah. And, like, it's also the wild, wild west of, like, putting yourself out there for millions of people to see, which is, like, people are horrible. And it's on this, like, like people that are going to hate on you and not get what you're doing. And so, like, also, it's through the internet, which means all they have to do is comment on your post. They don't have to look at you. They don't have to do anything. So they can Mm -hmm. say that whatever the fuck they want to you. And it's there. And it's just there. And you have to look at it. And it's, like, it could be so negative and so mean and so to the core Mm -hmm. that, like, or just so, like, hurtful. Yeah. Because they don't have to actually look at you. So it's, like... It's such a harsh pro and con, right. you know. And like you were saying, you said, well, maybe if you put yourself out there and someone can genuinely tell that you're passionate about what you're right. doing, like, like maybe they'll listen to you. And yeah, 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 maybe they will listen to you. And then there's also probably another person who's like, like what I'm f- gonna destroy them. <laughs> Literally, they they are so passionate apart. about this. Yeah, they're so passionate about this, and they're so naive. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rip them apart because I can tell that they're trying so hard. You know? Yeah, that's true. And it's like you're, you're, because you're so vulnerable when you put yourself out there and you actually speak your mind true. on something where someone could you know disagree with you or not like what you're saying or not think it's funny or not like your song or whatever that's true and when you actually try is when you when you make the beautiful song or when you start the beautiful thing yeah that's true when you make the funny joke is when you actually don't second guess yourself that's another thing that i'm like thinking of too because some people when they're trying too hard that's facts you know it's like bro you're doing the most you know exactly but it's like when you're just freely doing whatever you feel like doing you know Mm. then Usually that's what picks up. Like, yep, agreed. I think that's just a generation thing. Like, we like the idea of like not trying. That makes me think of when we talked about like the the off the grid and like oh like they're indie and cool because they're not oh, trying yeah, yeah, yeah. and they don't want to conform to society. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what's cool. Yeah. So like I guess that's the same logic we adopted when we look at things on the internet. Like, yeah. 
oh, they're not trying. So that's right. that's like interesting. They're just effortlessly like looking like this. Like, well, oh, that's what's cool. Yeah, I guess the key is like to make it seem like you're not trying, but totally be trying. <laughs> <laughs> like I've heard that's the like secret a, with makeup. For, is like oh, to dude. make it look like you natural. put no makeup on, but you put like like lots of you makeup like on to make it look like you don't have a lot of makeup. To get the natural look. Exactly, exactly. It's so strange to But me. then also like Instagram is is fucking life makeup. Hmm. It's makeup for your life. That is so true. Right? Yeah. Like, And some people are like really good at using the makeup, so it's like I'm all off the grid and grunge and like mm. I don't even use Instagram, but those are the people that think about Instagram the most. <laughs> Literally. Aren't they? I've met people like that that are like, Yo, yeah. I just post trendy pictures of like crazy cool shit and Dude. I just like, I don't even try. I don't even like care about Instagram. Those are the people that care the most about Instagram. Let's get into And that. they try the most. Yeah. yeah. I literally had a friend who like I would, I they made a new page. I tapped on it. I was like, oh, dang, like their feed is pretty dope. Like, yeah. And they have a cool feed. It's just put together. It's just kind of like scrapbooky kind of vibes. It's just everything like. Just a like a brain fart. Like it's just a fucking collage of just shit. And but I'm like, sick. this is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. This is dope. And I was like with that friend one time when they were like getting ready to post something and they're like, do you think this matches my feed? Okay, maybe I should post it at this time instead because it doesn't look right. Or maybe I should post this one first and then post the next one so that way it goes together. I was Whoa. like, dude, what? So much anxiety I thought you just that. posted to post. Like I didn't think that you took this much thought and care into like the layout of your post and the layout of like how it's going to correlate with your feed. And I'm like, dude, yeah. it's just... Once again, like it's fake. Like just post it. Yep. Like no one's really gonna care, you know? Yeah, I think that I, I just discovered the like makeup for your life. Yeah. Makeup for your image. Yeah. Like because think about it, like your image Dude, is, is so always good. it's always being presented when yeah. you're when like I'm dressed this way. I'm wearing like baggy corduroys and like a girl, like <laughs> a Volcom girl shirt and like a, a duct tape hat. Like I look, do I look like, what do I look like? What's, what's my, what's my image? Skater boy. Skater boy? Yeah. What, what else? What else am I giving right now? Dude. Oh my God. What am I giving? It's giving like you would work in a non-traditional setting, like a record store. Okay. Or a, that's just what I see. Okay. So right now in this moment, I'm record store skater boy. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> that's if the not, vibes that's I'm getting right now. Okay, that's, all right. That's, that's Record really store scale. Now I need one. Now we'll I go with that. Okay, all right. Let what me do what you. are the vibes I'm giving? Uh, I'm getting this little green, this little green like sundress, some sandals. Okay. Well, I'm getting like bracelets, over accessorizing, hella gold. Okay, I'm getting. Damn, you're you got very unique vibes all around. Honestly, um, I'm getting frizzy I, hair. I feel <laughs> like you're very like in touch with your African Americanness. Mm, you know, like yeah, this dress. Yeah, centric. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of reminding me. Well, first of all, your hair too. You yeah. got the braids, yeah. and then also your um your dress reminds me a little bit of the like vibe of that one sleep dress. That moo you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of got like all the different colors. It goes very well with your skin. Thank you. And um, I would say that. You got your sandals uh, and you got hella bracelets. Okay, so maybe like you work at a crystal store. Okay. Because you, you got really nice accessories. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, but you're you're definitely down to earth because mm -hmm. you got like, you know, well, you have the cross, so you're Christian. Yeah. But you well, don't go to church all the time. Nope, not at right, all. Right, right, I don't right. go at all. <laughs> but but you might you, but you maybe have a connection with God. So okay. you're you're spiritual, but you, mm -hmm. you work at a crystal shop, you're spiritual, you're in touch with your African American culture, mm -hmm. and you're down to earth. Look so that's that. that's what I'm getting from you from looking at your actual human, right? Yeah. So I'm record store skater boy, you're African American spiritual crystal yep. crystal <laughs> girl. So um so that's what's happening right just, now. Just off the fit check. Right? 
But now put that like, well, first of all, it's not going to be you, your Instagram. It's going to be a bunch of different things. So yeah. maybe you have a picture of you looking like this and then right. they're, they're getting crystal girl. But then you have to think about the caption and like what your other posts are, because then yep. that's going to influence the judgment of you, the snap mm -hmm. judgment. So the point I'm trying to make is that me looking at you right now and telling you what I think of you is me. I'm in front of you. Right. I'm talking to you. I'm not going to be like. Yeah, dress doesn't fit very good. Yeah. Um, mm, he has mm. duct tape on his hat. That's kind of ratchet. Ew, like, just buy a new hat. Yeah, exactly. Like, his, his, his shoes too many don't even accessories. match shirt. Ew, you it's know? not even matching. Or whatever. Like, I'm in a positive place because I am with positive you person. and I feel a well, positive person. But, like, I'm looking at you. I fuck with you. We're talking. We're right. in the same space. I don't want to put you down. Right. I don't want to put you down because there's I, no, we're, there's no, like, we're connected. Yeah. So when you're on Instagram and you go on someone's feed, you don't know them, you've never talked to them, maybe you're in a shitty mood yourself, mm -hmm. and you look at this person, and all you have is this, like, oh, yeah. these images of them. Oh, yeah. And you could take out so much, like, you could take out so much of your own projection, of your own emotions on this person, and you don't even know who they are. Right. So it's like this disconnect, because if you're, you're technically looking at their life, not even their life, their makeup life, like, mm -hmm. this is, you got some real life makeup on probably you know you got I, nice no. success well, i don't even bro i don't even know how to put on makeup okay oh my God. maybe not actually yeah like makeup but you're trying to make yourself look right. good you yes. know like in person you want to have a good image because that's important true um and so like but instagram is a whole nother level of makeup you know it's like actually like you know you got on instagram everybody got fake tits everybody got <laughs> lip lip injections bro everybody the bbls got, dude. <laughs> the tummy tuck yeah exactly so it's like on instagram you're 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 no longer connected actually with the person so your judgment can be impacted so much more by your own projection mm -hmm. and also by whatever state you're in because you're actually not connecting with the person what you're connecting with is your phone true and that's an important distinction that like a lot of people kind of get confused by because even even if you're talking to someone on the phone even if you're literally talking to someone on the phone or texting someone on the phone, you are not interacting with that person. Right. right? You are interacting with your phone. Mm. And that person is like on the other side on of their it. phone. They're yeah. on their phone, actually. True. So you guys are not actually like connecting directly. <laughs> it's not legit. And that seems so obvious and so simple. But like we now that there's pictures of everybody and it's you're looking at their life and you're looking at you think videos you got of them. an idea of who yeah, they are. You think you're connecting with that person, but you're connecting with your phone and you're connecting with a makeup Instagram. Yep. So it's like there's so many like things we get tricked into like being off and disconnected. That's true. You know, my goodness. The makeup point is so like legit because it makes me think of like, I know, man, girls be so catty. So like they can, we'll, you can sit in a room with girls, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll be talking about a specific girl and they already Damn. have like these narrating. on? Girl, please. Oh my God. Dude, that's it's gnarly. crazy. So if they already have like, they got like beef, right? And it'll be like, oh, what's like a random fluff girl name? I don't even know. Mary. Mary. Mary spilled milk on me in the second grade, so I fucking hate Mary. Like, right. screw Mary. <laughs> and so someone who doesn't know Mary is like, oh, okay, well, what's her Instagram? Like, who is this girl? You know, like, you hear this story. Oh, shit. You hear this story, so you're like, okay, so who's this girl? And then so you see true. it. And even if that's not even, so, like, if Mary, right, so now you're hearing the story oh, no. verbally about how Mary sucks. So you're in your brain, you're like, okay, Mary must be, like, this like big, tough, scary girl. Then you go on Mary's Instagram and it is like, the vibes are very much California, like visco girl. Right. But you're gonna still, because of what they're telling you and that perception is yeah. in your brain now, when you look at these photos, you're gonna just make it up and be like, 
oh, that's why she poses like that because right. she sucks. Yep. And you know what? Yep. You know what? This is why she's doing this at yep. this place because she's like this. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. 100%. Like, but people do that. Like they will literally just like drag it and just like yeah. find anything. Or it'll be it'll be like a sweet girl and they'll be like, oh, that's why her nose is big. Because yeah, it's like it's just and they'll be anything. looking at the Instagram while they're doing and they're that. looking at the Instagram while they're so, doing it. Like that. Think about that, and think about the difference between like let's say Sally and Jenkins are talking <laughs> shit about Mary, right? Yeah. Like Jenkins and Sally are like, yeah, fuck this girl. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> but there's no phones. It's the '80s, and so like uh, mm. they're like Jenkins and Shelly are talking <laughs> shit about <laughs> Mary. <laughs> and they're talking mad shit, and they're like, man, fuck this Mary girl. And then Jenkins and Shelly, like. You know, they their friend was talking shit about Mary or whatever, and then they go, they're walking around campus, and then they see, they Mary. see Mary, and then they're like, "Oh, let's go fucking, let's go fuck with Mary." Mm-hmm. Then they go talk to Mary, and Mary's like super actually cool, really fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're, they're super, shit. and they're like, "Oh damn, like Mary's actually, Mary's actually dope." Yeah, but like because now we're skipping that step. Yeah. Because you don't need that. We already, oh, we already connected with Mary. We already know we who already Mary know. is. Yeah. We already know who Mary is because we looked at her Instagram. When really that is like so, so false, not the case. It is not even half the picture. Yeah, exactly. So like. Like that is a huge disconnect that is happening constantly on a mass scale in like a bunch of different ways too. Like there's so many ways that that is played out. Like for example, like have you ever like been like like okay this girl oh I'm dating this girl or I'm talking to this girl she's super pretty and then you go to her Instagram and like your friend is like what but then like they (laughs) go to they go to like talk to her you're like no 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 dude she's pretty like I I love her or whatever like like, I like the way she looks and then like you go to the Instagram and I don't know it's like. Pictures aren't them. Life. That is so my life yeah. right now. Oh my god! And then so. you meet in person, like okay, yes, like she's pretty, and it's yeah. like, but it's like, dude, Instagram is not the real life. It's yeah. not real life. And sometimes they won't give that a chance. Like they won't give the real life version a chance because right. once again, like oh, I saw the Instagram, then never mind. Right. But oh my god, that is literally my life right now. So like, annoying. There is uh, you. I'm not gonna say any names. Please we don't not say any name Don't even be specific, honestly. Like, okay, well, there was someone that I was interested in, and right. I was showing my mom their Instagram because yeah. once it's same thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about them, uh-huh. so my mom's like, "Oh, let me see this person." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show the Instagram, and like, my mom was like, "You got to be kidding me! Like, is Bro. this really that?" And I was like, "Mom, like." Um, and then you go, you hit them with that infamous line. They look better in person. Right, they exactly. They look better in person, I Everybody swear. looks better in person. Everybody looks better in person. And it's like, or they look different in person. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to see them in person. Like, I swear, like, their personality and, like, it's a whole. And my mom was like, mm. just because she saw photos and that was it. And that's all she had to go off of. Right. And it just sucks because it's like, they won't give that chance to figure out what they're like in real life because, oh, I saw a photo. So, eh, I don't even want to bother. Right. There's so many ways that people are just disconnected before they even get a chance to connect because yeah. they're skipping the in-person step. Yeah. Because the in-person... Or they just avoid it altogether. Yeah. And there's that layer, too. So, like, now everybody's also anxious about being in person mm-hmm. because being in person is so stressful and induces so much social anxiety because we now have zero social stamina. The second there's an uncomfortable pause, we're like, ah! And the or, second, or it's the phone. Yeah, <laughs> uncomfortable it, pause. Or you go to the phone. On the phone, scrolling through your settings, so, trying to look busy. Right. We're f- so we have no social stamina or like conversation skills. So like, not only are we we're dying to have an excuse to not have to talk to somebody. <laughs> so if we have like someone tells us, "Fuck this girl," look at her Instagram. She sucks. And you're like, "Yeah, she sucks." And then you don't even go talk to her because you were because already looking for that excuse to not it, have to talk to. Exactly. Them. So then you don't connect them, and then you already have this image, and then you're hearing other things. You probably still 
people talking about your friend, then you're spreading shit about them. And then it's like, there's like so much and there's so much that goes into how disconnected we get yeah. because of this environment, because of fucking wasteland, bro. Yeah. It sucks. It does. It really sucks. And I just wish, and it's like, you know, you do, you would wish that more people like adopted your mentality. And that's why my mom like cracked me up. Cause after I showed the Instagram, my mom was like, well, I'm glad I taught you to focus on personalities. And I was like, fuck. Wait, what? She showed, you showed her your I showed, Instagram? no, I showed like the person that I was interested in. Like oh, I showed their Instagram. And my mom it. was like, well, it's a good thing you don't focus on looks. Like, <laughs> I was like, dang, they don't look bad. Like, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. But also, looks are stupid. Looks aren't looks everything. Are like, I feel subjective. I have subjective. a, I have like are. mixed, like, I go back and forth my, because I'm really big on look good, feel good, do good. Yes. But at the same time, looks aren't everything. Looks can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As we just did, like, our personal, like, fit check, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. analysis of each other based off of a, a fit check. But, mm-hmm. like, those people can be completely different. Like, that makes me think of, at one point in time in high school, oh, my God, it was, like, hot shit to be around the skater kids. And some of the skater kids, like, you look at them, and once again, it's like, oh, they're grungy, they're indie, they're, like, they don't care about anything, like they're chill. Yeah. And they can be the most awkward people that you've ever met. Or Dude. like they're Skaters not as cool in your head as you think they are. Or like your vision of their cool is like completely different. And they're like mm-hmm. quirky as fuck and they're goofy and they're outgoing. Yeah. But you think that they're like, oh, they don't speak to anybody. Or they're they just mean, yeah. or they're mean. Yeah. And it's like it's completely different. Right. In real life. Mm-hmm. It's always different. Yeah. Um, I mean to be honest, like phones and technology change skateboarding a lot too. Mm. Because like before phones and um, Instagram and all that stuff, like skating was y- like videos True. were how you showed your skating. True. So Instagram changed that because you no longer need to like get a camera, go out with the homies and go film some skate videos. Because the thing is, it's, it's not that productive to break because you have one camera. And you want to make a skate video. You want to get as many clips as you can because skate clips are hard to get and they yeah. last you like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They last like three seconds. It takes like an could take an hour to get one trick that's literally a five second clip, and you got to make a ten minute video. Right. And so you want to get as many clips as possible, and you want all the homies in it. So you want to go to a skate spot, bring like ten homies with a camera to make a video, and then like. You got 10 homies at a skate spot skating. That's fun as fuck. But yeah. now what's actually way more glorified than a skate video, because skate videos are like a, a dying art, mm. um, that like people will just um, uh, like record a clip at the skate park with their phone mm-hmm. on for Instagram. Yep. And so... Put um, on their story. Uh, right, exactly. And then that's like, yes, it's still fun and it's cool. I love making little edits with my phone, but it's like there's w- there's less connection Mm-hmm. and there's less, I guess, effort of making, like, it's just kind of, it becomes a little cookie cutter. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's the same. Dude, and, yes. um And so, like, there's that where it's kind of loses that, like, sick skate video energy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, to be honest, I sometimes wish that, like, I lived in the time of, like, videos because I don't use Instagram that much, right. so I don't post all my skate clips. Right. And that's where you're, like, that's how you get sponsored. That's how, If you have Instagram that's followers, that's how you, like, have a skate career. You have to have an Instagram. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's hard to 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 do it the old way, and skate videos just aren't as popular. Yeah, so. that makes me think of, um, I just discovered, okay, do you know that guy from Alvin and the Chipmunks? Like. Oh, the, the bald dude? 
Yeah. Like the bad guy or the no, good guy? No, like the like Dave, the one the dad. Who, like, ha- the dad. Yeah. Okay. All he right, used yeah. to be like the sickest fucking skater in the really? 90s. Yes. Dude, what? I didn't Dude, know that. Dude, how did you not know yeah, that? No, that's Dude. raw. I didn't know that. Bro, yeah. He was yeah. like really good. He was on <laughs> magazines, like everything. Whoa. What's but his name? I don't did you know the actor. Know. I have no idea. I just Google call it. him Dave from Alvin and Chipmunks. If somebody knows it, please let me know. But I don't know but. his name. But yeah, it's like, but the the effort was completely different. And it just automatically makes me think of like the movie mid 90s. Oh, love that movie. Dude, I love that movie. <sighs> Fuck shit. Favorite character. Really? Anyway, I like Ray. He is so fine. He's sick. Ray oh, he's is fine. really dope, too. He like, Ray is really yeah. dope as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he was explaining, like, that skater culture to, um, God, what was his Stevie, name? Stevie, I think. Stevie, yes, yeah, Stevie. Stevie. And, like, I feel like that whole movie kind of just sums up, like, this entire point. Like, Stevie was looking at the skater culture as, okay, this is something cool. It's the image, so I'm going to yeah. do it. And then when he got into it, he realized, like, oh, it's completely different from the image that I'm seeing. Right. You know? And yeah. so, like, he learned the in and out, the ins and outs of what it's actually like being a skater kid. Yeah. But um, it makes me think of, like, other things like posers and things like that. And, like, yeah. oh, my God, the skating community. Okay, at least at home, the skater community, they will rip you a new one if they Dude. think. If they even think you're a poser, yeah. you're done. Yeah, like, it's, it's rough out there. It's, yeah. it's hard. I, when I was, like, starting off skating, mm-hmm. I actually wouldn't skate at the skate park just because, right. like, I was so... I, I'm I, just standing around the fit exactly. and the Dude, board. The fit is, the, is the huge, fit is too. The fit is key. If you, don't, if you show up and you're wearing, like, shorts and, like, <laughs> fucking Adidas and, like, some random T-shirt, dude... Mm-mm. You're fucked yeah. from the get go, unless you're like really good. And even if you're really good, you're not cool. So it's like you're <laughs> fucked. It doesn't matter. If so you don't pull up in some dickies, like yeah. you're you're done for. You yeah. gotta have some baggy pants on or some dickies or there's yeah. like a distinct look, which like sucks. Yeah. Like as you were just saying, like why can't I show up in some Adidas or like go skate in some Nikes? You know what I'm saying? Also though, like when you when you get fitted up to go skate, like. It feels so good. Like yeah. the the difference between just skating in like shorts and a t shirt, and then skating in like some baggy corduroys and yeah. like a fucking short sleeve like button up yeah. or something. Like it's it's it just like I skate better. Yeah, I feel better. I was gonna it's, say like once yeah. again, see, look good, feel good, do good. Yeah, My nerdy exactly. self was like, they dress in baggy clothes because the aerodynamics of the baggy clothes as they skate. It's probably Partially. not that deep. No, it is. But in my brain, I think it is. That could be completely wrong. I don't know about aerodynamic because it's not really aerodynamic <laughs> to have baggy pants, but it's definitely <laughs> loose for you to be able to move your legs. The wind your can legs travel through stuff. your clothes. I don't even know. <laughs> it's I'm just making shit up. But yeah, I'm yeah, not scared. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm clearly I not. like to wear skinny leggings when I skate. Mm-hmm. I wear leggings and um, Air Jordans. Yes. And no shirt. Yes. And a bandana around my nipples. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm that's a fit that's my fit i feel great honestly yeah also like a sweatband around the head okay and uh nice maybe a couple on the wrist bands. Yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then um and then i get out my rollerblades and my scooter and i i trash the skateboard so i don't skate i just use, right i just scooter yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no but it's uh it's ruthless so we are totally off track um <laughs> oh but the, it, we are kind of on track because um it's basically like we're in a constant battle yep. with Image. Uh, image versus reality. Yes. Because we are constantly forced to put our image into the internet or yeah. social media. And that automatically, just because of the mode of how it's being communicated, is separate from reality. True. So, like, for example, Snapchat story. Like, oh. you, go to a, you go to a party. Let's say it's one of those parties we talked about last week where you show up and, like, everybody's in different corners of the house and it's, like, dark and, like, <laughs> music is playing, but, like, nobody's no fucking mingling. moving. No one's talking. You walk into one of those parties, right? Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, the guy who's throwing the party takes a Snapchat video and everybody's, and everybody's like, like, yeah, let's go. We're 
having such a good time. And then like you see a video of that party, and you're like, and damn, you're like, they fuck, live. I'm missing like, out. I'm to go. Damn, like I'm missing out. My party's lame. No one's talking. And then they're like, look at that. And they're like, fuck, I'm missing out. And then you go to that party. It's it's just as shitty. It's literally, you know? it's literally the same thing. Yeah. So it's like that is the prime example of like how fucked we are with like FOMO, missing out. Everything sucks in person except for on the phones. You know, like. Like, bro, we're just, it's a recipe for disaster. It's the wasteland. It's been yeah. breeding disconnection. Uh, like, it makes me, like, sad to think about how people will avoid doing things in person because of their views of how it's going to look on the phone. Really? Like, yeah, it drives me crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know people who will straight up avoid an entire experience because, or people who will do the experience to put it on their story, but they're not actually doing anything. Like, they're not, like, actually present with anybody. Right. So, like, um, some something as simple as, like, our hike. Right. There, there will be people who will post, like, a clip of them walking and then post, like, the scenery. Right. And post that. And then everyone's like, wow, like, they're so in tune with nature. Like, wow. But yet, for the people who are actually present, they are looking at the same person. And, like, that person was, like, away from the group or, right. or on their phone somehow right. or, like, didn't speak. But to everybody else, when they see that person's story, it was like, oh, wow, they're, like... So interactive, mm -hmm. but everybody knows the reality of like, dude, you didn't even talk to anybody. Wait, is this a hypothetical or did someone it's actually? It's a hypothetical. Okay, I was going to say, did someone actually like sneak their phone and post a recap nah. of it or something? I would have been like, are you kidding me? I would have yeah, called them out. No, but literally. Yeah, like there's people like that. And it's yeah. like, it's crazy to me how they'll either take an experience to just to put it out there as if they had that experience, but they weren't actually present. Right. Or they'll just straight up avoid an experience because oh that's not cool enough to post on Instagram. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Can you give me an example of like sometimes someone oh my you goodness. know has so, done that? So um, roller skating. Yeah. I go at, back at home. There's like this little local like skate roller skating rink that everybody goes to to hang out at, and it's like a childhood staple. Like I don't know, and so it's like the shit to do when you're like in middle school and high school because you're kind of not allowed to do much else. Right. So then by the time you get older, if me and my friends are like, yo, let's go roller skating. Like that's nostalgic. Like we used to do it all the time in middle school. Let's go to roller skating. Yeah. And me and my friends who are, you know, they think like me, they'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. But if we're with another person who's like not around us all the time and we're like, yo, let's, we're going roller skating. They're like, what? Mm -hmm. Why are we going to go roller skating? Like that's for little kids or they'll just straight up not go because they can't skate or they'll go and get on their phone for 30 seconds when they skate once around the rink or be like, record me going around the rink to post and be like, I know how to skate. But it's like, wait, so eh. they, they won't skate except for, for the clip. Yeah. Okay. That's actually really funny. You say that because that is a, a disease. <laughs> it is a fucking disease because that's like disease. when you, when you go to do something, and then you're so like you're all you're thinking about is like what can I post on Instagram for mm -hmm. this? You go to like like you're saying do the thing, mm -hmm. and then you'll go do it for like one second, get a good video of it, and then either just post it and then go on your phone waiting for the like responses, yeah. or you'll just like be on your phone the rest of the time yeah. on Instagram because you're posting it, and then like you won't actually even fucking be present or do the yeah. thing. So like that's a that's one of the things with skating as well is like when people learn a trick, they'll learn it at the skate park, they'll do it for an Instagram clip. And then they won't ever do the trick again. So they're not consistent with mm -hmm. the trick. So like videos aren't like that. Like back in the day, you actually have to have the trick good. Mm -hmm. Like every try in order right. in order to like go to the spot and like try that trick on that spot. Right. But it breeds this like this instant like I do it twice. I have the video. That's enough. Moving on. You know, like no mm -hmm. consistency. And um, it doesn't value like 
the actual essence of the trick. Like, am I, is this now my trick or am I just like yeah. going to do it one time, post it and then never do it again. And then just like, ne- like that's right. not skating. You're posting a video. Yeah. That makes me think of, Ooh, this might be a little controversial. Anyway, it makes me think of like with reconnect. Right. Go ahead. So I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like there's people in the club mm-hmm. in the, who come to the events to that are there. Like they're there, they're present for that. And then as soon as like it's over, like okay, it's done. I don't have to talk to these people ever again. Like mm-hmm. I'm leaving it alone. And I I would hope that they don't have that logic, but I feel like that's just the logic of some people. Where it's like okay, I did it for this, it's done. Now I'm never gonna have to do it again. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> it stops it. Yeah. Is that the four o'clock alarm? Yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> oh, um. Another I had an alarm go off. Another brief technical difficulty. Yeah. Um, I had an alarm go off and it stopped the video, but we're back. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I was talking about how, like, you know, with people with videos, they'll do it just for the sake of the video. And right. then once it's done, they're like, okay, it's done. And oh, never no, revisit we it. And I was saying club. that how that correlates with people and reconnect, right. like, there will be some who will bond for that hour. I don't know. It's just maybe that's just a me thing because other people probably like I don't care. But for me, it's like I feel like that defeated the purpose because mm-hmm. I'll go there and I'll meet these people and like I'm like man they're really cool. And right after the fact, I'm, I'm like okay I'm gonna go to dinner and they're going the same place and I'm like can I, what? Can I touch you? Okay. <laughs> you get it. Let me tell you. You understand. Let me tell you. It's a miscommunication. Yeah. Because. It's not it's not because they don't want to connect with you outside of the Reconnect Club. It's because people don't know how to connect with people in that space. That's true. There's no we don't we're out of practice. We don't That's know true. how to meet someone in person, only talk to them for an hour and then see them again. Yeah. Like we need we know we're not used to that. Yeah. We don't know how to incorporate that into a friendship. That's true. It's not normal. So That's like true. that is probably what we're running into. Yeah. Yeah, true. But yeah, I, w- I don't know, because, like, I know after, like, the first event, me and one of my friends that was there, like, we, we met everybody, and everybody was cool, and we were like, mm-hmm. man, like, this is really dope. Yeah. And right after, we went to dinner, and we saw the same people, and I was like, hey, like, let's let's sit with them, yeah. thinking that they're on the same, like, mm-hmm. I guess, natural high that I'm on, like, man, I just met these cool people, like, I want to be around them some more, like, this was dope. And they're literally, like, all clicked up in their corner. And I'm like, dang, okay, maybe they don't want to well, hang out. Did you go up to them? And I went up to them anyway. Like, me and my friend right. were, like, chasing them down. Like, hey, and do you guys want to sit together? And they're like, yeah. And okay, did you cool. guys eat together? And then we ate together. Okay, so, so. It just takes, like, as you were saying, like, it is a miscommunication right. thing. And once I, like, got that in my mind of, like, okay, this isn't really, like, their fault. You know what I'm saying? Then right. I was like, let me just ask. Like, right. let me just, just invite ask. them, you know, and... <clears throat> giving that room sometimes you gotta pry at them because some i feel like everybody is unspokenly like they want to do it mm-hmm. but unless i'm like dude let's go do this then right. it's like okay someone said it out loud so right. it's fine i think that also like that because you did go up to them and you did connect with them yeah it's just that they weren't screaming at you to like be like come over here you know yeah. and like i think as a generation since we're so sensitive to like 
social situations and we have such such a little social stamina mm-hmm. that like just because they were eating somewhere else and not calling you over it just to, that you were to like them, oh they must yeah. hate me they registered they're like oh they, they must not want to see me they yeah. must they must just want to be on their own vibe and not right working. but that was just an assumption that you made right and then you went over there first of all you because you actually do have a lot of social stamina you're very like you know you're you're just more in tune with your in-person conversationalist self. I tried it. And um, so, like, you pushed past that and went up and asked to talk to them. Yeah. But, like, because that... And you did. And you guys talked. And you hung out. And you ate dinner together. And it was great. Yeah. So I think that, like, that moment is a make or break for a lot of people where they're like, no, 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 no. There's no way they're going to say yes. There's no way they're going to actually receive me. There's no right. way they're actually going to talk to me. Those assumptions suck, man. Don't yeah. make assumptions. Don't assume. It makes an ass, ass out, out of you, you and, and me. me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so a lot of people assume the worst and then don't go for the connection. But really, all of us, if we have someone cool come up to us, be like, yo, what's up, man? Like, what are you up to? Who is going to be like, fuck go you, away. go away from me. Like, no one, like everyone, right. like come up and talk to me, connect exactly. with me. I want to see you. I want to exactly. meet cool people. I, we're, that's why we're all here. We're in college to meet cool people. We're in college to make friends. We're in life to meet people. What is life without connection? Right. So like we just get caught up in the day to day of the social anxiety of the in-person interaction because we live in a social wasteland that breeds disconnect instead of breeding connection. So, like, for example, and just I know we went over this analogy last time, but like the savanna is like an ecosystem for connection. Mm-hmm. The savanna is where like everything breeds off a of connection. It starts with connection. You have to have connection to make everything work. Mm-hmm. And now we actually live in a, an ecosystem that breeds disconnection. And actually nothing works unless you're disconnected. And connection is completely barren. And if you actually try to really connect, you are often rejected or it's seen as weird or and odd. Taboo and strange. Right. So, like, I, I was got really frustrated in high school because when I would ask a girl on an actual date, they would not want to go on a date with me because they're... <laughs> they don't know what a date th- is. <laughs> also, it's scary, and it starts a lot of anxiety. They're like, I don't want to fucking talk to you in person for an hour or somewhere. Like, yeah. that's way too much. Like, I have to <laughs> Snapchat you for at least a week before I can fucking have a conversation with you. Right. And that's, like, that was so frustrating to me because it's, like... I don't use that. I have a flip phone. Let's skip that step. Let's go on a right. date. But like, but I, like most no. girls weren't up for that. And it's like, that was really frustrating to me yeah, because, um, but you know, and, and that's still true probably to this day. Maybe it's a little less because high school is a little more like everybody's a little like, man, high school is especially boys. Like they're all they, <laughs> Ooh, boys. yeah, boys, nah. girls, whatever high school. I think high school now is especially like big on the disconnect and yeah. strictly through phones because like I have like my stepsister, she's, she has her little boyfriend, and like, they don't. He when he when he comes over. How old are they? Um, seventeen and fifteen. When he comes over, I know this might be controversial. Please, we're not gonna judge. Okay. Anyway, that's a whole separate conversation. How recently did she turn fifteen? Um, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty two. She okay. turned fifteen. All right. So, yeah. Um, You're like exposing your stepsister right we're now. We're not gonna name drop though. But anyway, so like. <laughs> Um, when he comes over, like watching them interact with each other is, it's pretty dope. But even with me, like I've noticed, like they'll have moments, like they'll do activities that don't revolve around them, like talking sometimes. Like what? So like they did a picnic and I'm like, okay, but you're eating. So when are you really talking? You're Mm -hmm. just eating. Right. And then, oh, they'll have a movie date, but they're watching a movie in silence for an hour and some change. You know what I'm saying? But when he goes home and she's like, okay, call me to make sure you you made it home safe. They will talk on that FaceTime call for like hours. 
And I'm like, hmm. You know, it's little things like that that I noticed is like a difference with dating. Mm-hmm. Especially with like this generation, because they're they're of a generation of like all they know is phones. At least I feel for our side of the generation, like ninety nine, okay, nineteen ninety eight to like two thousand four were like the last elite class. I'm gonna say that elite. We're the last no. ones. Yes, I we're the last. We we're the last. Like elite. no, no, no. We're not elite, but we are. We are better than the Tide Pod elite side of Gen Z. I disagree. We're the last. Okay, we're, I, I feel make like it clear. Everyone <laughs> is elite. Everyone's elite, but to me, like as far as like, okay, we're all Gen Z. But 1998 to 2004. You realize you're disgracing the, the people last... we're trying to help with this movement. Okay, look, here's my point: like we're the last <laughs> like good bit of it because we know both sides. We know what it's like to have no technology. Yeah, they but will we too. also know what it's like to have strictly just technology around. Yeah. But some of them, that's all they know. Right. Like for some of them, by the time they hit first grade, they had a fucking Chromebook. But for some of us, Whoa. we. We remember the first day a smart board was put in the classroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For some of us, we know what it's like for your teacher to go on the freaking Elmo or use that funky looking projector thing. Or have an actual fucking book. To you know what I'm in. saying? Or we would work in a workbook versus like, okay, go do your Khan Academy assignment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, right. it's different. Right. So that's why I make those jokes of like, we're the last like elite. Because we're the <laughs> yeah. only, we're like the last little bit of people who know life before phones. Yes, correct. You know what we I'm are. saying? We are. Or at least life before smartphones. But right. they, some of them... They don't know anything but a smartphone. Right. And actually, it is our responsibility. So, yes, we're like, the elite joke is funny. <laughs> but um, they are actually the ones that we really need to We help. really need to target. We need to help them. Yeah. Because, th- like, they've never known without phones. And so we need to show them without phones mm-hmm. through the Reconnect movement. Yep. Because, like, they need to experience that. Yeah. We, we're making it clear. Like, you're saying we're elite because we experience <laughs> yeah. time without phones. Yeah. So we clearly need to show them what it's like to live without phones. Yeah. And so, like, it's so, so important. Yeah. So I um, think I had, like, a, a random, like, brainstorming moment, and I was like, dude. So I know you're, like, Reconnect is a movement. In my eyes, it's a movement. It it's is. more than just a club. It's a movement. Well, it's actually – so I want to make this clear – Right now, don't lose your train of thought. Stick mm, it in. I got it. So the Reconnect movement is something that I started in high school. And the Reconnect movement is my, is my movement separate from any college. Yes. And I brought it to, to Rollins. This college. And, and, like, honestly, I didn't even bring it. <laughs> I actually was just doing my thing. I was having events outside of any college. I was just only with the Reconnect organization. And then Pia... P and I got together and she was she became really passionate about the Making reconnect and she was like, This is this is so important. We need to do this. Yes. We need to make it at Rollins. So she co like she actually founded the Reconnect Rollins Club. Mm-hmm. And I'm more here as like a help helpful for a facilitator of events and for like a um what's the word? Um consultant on like the reconnect message because it is m- like, you know, birthed from my brain mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, so reconnect is separate from Rollins and it is bigger than a club. It is a movement. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you see it that way. Yeah. I see reconnect as a movement and we just happen to have little chapters, if you will, here Perfect. and there, you know what I'm saying? So like, them. this is the Rollins chapter that we, that we are a part of that we work on in my brain. I was thinking to myself, like, how do we reach out? Cause that's like, to me, that's like the main side of our generation that we need to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, like, what if we, whether it be someone listening who might be of that age range of high schoolers right now, maybe, like, late middle school, I don't know. But, like, what if someone in that age group is listening and they decide 
and reach out and we can make reconnect chapters at their schools. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I so, think that'd be dope. Yeah, well no, we totally can do that. And um I have a a plan to to do kind of something like that where one day I would be able to Honestly, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to move wait. in silence. Yes. Real gangsters move in silence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, 100% we we need we're going to need to go into middle schools. We're going to need to go into high schools. But um, we will need a patron from whichever Each, high school yeah. or middle school to start the club. Oh, yeah, because what the fuck? I look like at 20 years old, like yeah. walking up in a no. middle school, like, hey, well, we guys, can't get off that. your phones. We like, can't. That's mad weird. Yeah, the only way that that I would be able to, like, facilitate a club like that would just be, like, I come in, I give an opening speech for the yep. club, like, hey, guys, this is the fucking vibe. Yep. <laughs> I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm the Reconnect guy. Yep. And this is Toby. He's your Reconnect, <laughs> pa- like, for you know, club school, leader. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I can't be going in the high schools being like all right guys let's vibe like Like, (laughs) Like a middle school (laughs) honestly maybe it'd be even better in a middle school because i just be kind of like a teacher but no no no. i I don't even want to do that i want to outsource it you know yeah but yeah Yeah. so that that could totally happen and honestly they need it the most Mm -hmm. so um because they've only ever lived in the wasteland they don't even know they're in the wasteland. I didn't even know I was in the wasteland until I discovered the wasteland Word. existed. You didn't know you were living in the wasteland until Word. you. I had an I told idea, you. but I well, didn't know what it was called. Well, right. Maybe that's what. It, yeah. And have such a clear picture of yeah, how, how it's how happening it, yep. and why it's happening oh, and yeah. what is happening. You know. Yeah. Because we we can it's it is happening and it's it's happening right in front of us and we mm. experience the the effects of it every day. Mm-hmm. You ready to snap it? Cut it off. Yeah, I guess I guess that's our. Uh, our concluding point. Well, that's beautiful. Let's thank, save the children. Thank you so much for yeah. uh, for doing this uh, podcast with me. Yeah. And uh, another great episode, great edition. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week.